0: The lessons of life where we talk about the laws of mind and how they govern our lives and the lessons I've learned in life about that and how it all works together and today uh, we're going to discuss ashes to ashes and dust to dust whereas that actual phrase is a funeral prayer from the common prayer book and doesn't exactly say that in the Bible it does come from the Bible in Genesis third chapter 19th verse by the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it you were taken for you are dust and to dust you shall return this is to remind us that this body and everything here is a manifestation it's an illusion and the ashes to ashes dust to dust is where crap goes it goes back so you know when you're digging to remove something like resentment or anything else that you're seeing through a forgiveness I've done this often you know thank you God for shining your light I know it can't hide from you dig it out of there and throw it up into your light and return it, burn it, send it, make it into ash and return it to the dustbin from where it came. You know, I have done this in many a forgiveness uh, and in many of a struggle, especially with resentment. Resentment, it'll hurt you. You need to ask God to take that out of you and to remove it. It can only help. It cannot hurt. I know this from experience. Uh, When I realized how much resentment I did still have left, I did a forgiveness and on the ball of my right foot has been a callus that has really been getting better. But has never really gone away. And it really did start to go away. And it was such a relief. To be able to walk. You know. Normally. Whether I was barefooted or not. And it it was just a joy. (laughs) To be honest with you. And so it's uh, understanding that. The things here that are bad, that are ugly, they're, they're dust. You made them out of the dust. They're ash. They don't have to stay. And just like your body, you know, it it stays here. This is the place of illusion. This is the place of manifestation. And it comes out of this dust that is here. And the dust is the energy that quite frankly you know was no good and got released and removed and people you know there's the um, superficial level which of course this body waxes and wanes you know you as far as you're aware while you're here this is the only life you have appreciated it's the only time you're going to be who you are today, when you come back, you're not gonna be that person anymore. That person's gone. Okay, you're now this new name and this new thing, but the inside's still the same. Okay, you, you took yourself with you, you know, and you entered into a family that is going to help you achieve your higher purpose, which is getting to the end. And Uh, because of today's society and the way they they act, they tend to think you well, you're not smart if you're not working in a job somewhere and you're a woman. You're stupid. You stay at home. That used to really hack me because I loved being a mom and a housewife. I really did. You know, no, I don't want to work, thank you. Oh, then you want to will you watch my baby? No. I'm busy with my babies. I don't want to watch other people's babies. I will to help you so you can go to the store or whatever. I'm not going to do it on a regular basis. You know, I want to be with my babies, having fun with my babies. So, you know, when I was a young mother, I loved it. You know, yeah, we scrimped. It was tough, but we did it. People tended to mean those who do things like that. And they think you have to prove yourself in the world. I did, I proved myself. I made three beautiful babies with my husband and we raised him and they are beautiful, wonderful human beings. You know, I did the greatest job I could do and I did it to the best of my ability, which is raising the children to think properly. That yeah, the job is good and you enjoy it and that's wonderful. You know but it's not your life you can change jobs you know and these people who try to make you know one job better than another for example you hear it all the time about you know our first responders and well let's face it during COVID they tried to glamorize doctors and nurses and quite frankly you know it, it just no, you're just a human being too, okay? You just happen to be in spotlight right now. And for COVID, quite frankly, you know, I was on a LinkedIn social media site and they had this picture of a nurse with her mask and gear on, holding up a sign, saying, I'm tired, wear your mask. And I went off. I went off. I don't usually respond like that to to these kind of posts, but I did on that one. I said, you're tired. Well, so what? We're all tired. And no, I'm not going to put on the fucking mask because you're tired. Get over it. You're making overtime. You're doing good. The rest of us are sitting at home twiddling our thumbs up and we can go back to work soon. What's the matter with you? You know, you're tired. So what? Be happy. Rejoice. You're working. You're doing double time. You need to go out there and spend your money with people who are twiddling their thumbs. You know. Stop telling me you're tired. We're all tired. So what? You know. Now, if you got something relevant to say, please say so. But be where my mask is not relevant. I don't care if you know if I cover my mouth when I sneeze and cough. I don't care if you know whether I wash my hands when I do it. I know I do it. I don't need to prove to you that my mouth is covered when I sneeze and cough. So you can get over it. Okay? You have a job to do, and it is assumed that you enjoy your job. That's why you chose it. And you being a nurse and taking care of people is something you enjoy doing. So go enjoy your job. Stop crying. You're tired no one cares, you know? and that post got taken down the next day, with no comments about it being taken down, but it, it, you know, you can't argue with enlightened reason, there's no argument, you know, it is what it is, so you know, you don't beat yourself up because you saw something and you went off on it like that. Once I went back and and looked at it, I realized no, that was all right-handed thinking. You know, I'm not, I'm not. There's nothing to apologize for. I didn't take it too far. So you just do your best, you know, and then look back, stop, and look back at it and think about it and change it if you wish. And you know these kinds of things that come up every day in life you know so for example uh, they're trying to sell a drought you know and we got one for a little while but it's raining now here and it's raining having floods in the Grand Canyon and floods in Las Vegas Lake Powell and Lake Mead are getting filled up you know to be constantly uh, reminded of the bad is to constantly put yourself in stress. So you really don't want to watch the news or anything like that, but you, you don't be afraid of it, you know. You walk through, then you hear something. And the drought's back in South Africa. No, it's not. You People be crazy. Nothing wrong with them in South Africa. Nothing wrong with it. And walk off. You know, you thought of something better for them. So it's, you, you just move forward. And you'll find out in a couple of weeks or so that, yeah, it rained and it's all good. So it's, you know, understanding that. And, and that's really what it comes down to understanding. And this was, you know, Solomon. And Solomon asked God for wisdom. And, and this just, you know, thrilled God. He didn't ask for riches or anything like that. He asked for wisdom. And he got everything. You know, So you should seek wisdom. And this is infinite intelligence. God is infinite intelligence. And he will give you wisdom. He will tell you the right things to say. They will come out of your mouth. Trippingly off the tongue. Once you stop second-guessing yourself and know that it's God in your heart talking, okay? And you don't stop yourself, and you don't second-guess. It's always the first thing. It's when you stop, now you're doubting, okay? And it's better to stop and not say anything and go back to God and say, I'm not sure, I need clarity. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your infinite intelligence, and he'll give it to you. Okay, and it, it, he may be telling you the same thing that you stopped about, but now you're being told again, go do this. You know, this this is the right way to think of that, and then you you go. You know, it never hurts to uh, say no. I, I'm I've got to go think about that you know and objective thinkers you're just delaying no I'm not I'm going to think about it I'm not going to make a decision until I do you're not going to rush me into this so for example as a self-published author I get a lot of phone calls from places that want to sell me their marketing plan for example or Here, come buy this, you know, excellent book award for yourself and uh, it will help you, you know, and I want to help you, so buy this and it will help you, you know, you're not helping anybody, okay? Buying yourself an award doesn't help you. I don't care what they say. Buying yourself an award so you can feel good about putting on your book title you know your book cover you know excellent book award winner of 2022 you know uh whatever everyone knows you bought it it's like being on the who's who's list you pay them to do that it's like being on the walk you know the stars uh in hollywood you know they pay for those stars okay it's not like you were honored The original ones were honoring people. Now they pay for them. So what? You know? And it means nothing. So if you take up somebody's star, oh well, guess that was a poor investment for you. You paid for it. And now they're taking it up because they don't like you. Okay. (laughs) Now, if it were me... I'd be going back saying you can't do that you're breaking the contract I paid for this star to be there and it needs to be there well they don't like you they want I don't care sounds like a personal problem to me you know there you broke the contract now you're going to pay me three times what I paid for that yeah because you broke the contract the contract is I pay for this that star goes there we have a party and it remains there's nothing in here about you know it coming up and you can't contract with someone to take what I own what I paid for you know up that that has to be with me okay me and you decide that not you you don't get to decide that alone we had a contract so it's things like that you know, people don't think about it and they get all upset. They're taking up my star. Well, 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 go fight! If you like it that much and you want it. They can't do that. Yeah, hello. And people just don't. They, they take the weapon and say it's not worth fighting for. Okay. You yeah, know, that's fine. There's some things, that though, that you will take a stand for you know and one of them is the children and when you go too far and start trying to take the children and make them believe the things that you want them to believe well now you got a battle because parents aren't going to allow that okay they're not and this is where that critical race theory and that Environmental and societal concerns and all that other bullshit come in. It's none of your business. It really isn't. You know, these are some of the wisest words that were ever said by Emmett Fox. None of your business. Okay? Are you on the baseball team? Are you playing the game? Are you in there in the thick of it? No. Well, be a fan. Root for everyone and be the good fan, you know, but your insistence that this team must win over that team, that's uh, selfish. And that is not thinking. Okay? And nine times out of ten, your team loses. Okay, but if you're imagining, okay, everybody's out there ready to play, everybody's going to do their best. I sure hope my team wins today, you know, sure would be nice to see Brecky hit a, a grand slam today, or it sure would be nice to see Verlander throw a no at her today, you know, it would be great. But regardless, whether he does or not, I hope they have a great game, because let's face it, when it's 17-0 or 17-4, that's not fun, that's not fun for anyone, you know, Let's have a fun game, you know, where we win. And that would be nice. But everybody plays their best and gives it hell. You know, you don't know which one's gonna win. And but you hope it's yours. You keep coming back to check, keep coming in at the end of the game they won. And it's wonderful. So these are You know, things that I've experienced that where I really wanted my team to win and I thought I could do it that way. And no, they kept losing. And then I realized, oh, we're all Jesus. (laughs) And I really did. I really did want both teams to play their best. It really is no fun when one smashes on another like that. It's no fun. No fun to play. No fun to watch. You know, so when... Um, you discover this. you realize that you know you really have to um, see that everyone is beautiful. If you're beautiful, they're beautiful. If you're prosperous, they're prosperous. If you're abundant, they're abundant. You know you wish them all the best. You know they're the best. I don't care if people think my neighbor is a grumpy guy. You know, and has nothing nice to say about anybody. He's not that way with me. And he's always helped us when we needed it. Now, does he gripe mo? Yes, he does. He does. But not a lot. Not when he's around me. And usually, it's something I can help him with. So, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, so I hope this helps. It really is about... Uh, recognizing that you know whatever you're thinking about yourself you need to think the same for everyone else and that's really difficult at first but once you get into the habit like any habit it becomes easy so I hope this helps blessings to you and thank you thank you for being you